following podcast represents the perspectives of the host and our guests. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent those of our places of work. Hello and welcome to Parcels of Info, NBC's brand new podcast, and we're very excited to be speaking with Metrics today. My name is Liz Leone. I'm a copywriter for NBC, and we have Pat Lurg and Jason Harris are both area managers for Metrics, and they have a lot of great insight and expertise on some uh you know, what we're dealing with right now through the pandemic and working with manufacturers to, you know, get PPE and different uh, sourcing for infection control products. So let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Pat and Jason. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Liz. So let's dive right in. This has been an insane year. As insane doesn't cover it. I We were talking the other day, unprecedented, I think, is our favorite new word. Um, saw it everywhere this past year. And the virus started to hit the fan in the US a little under a year ago. So let's talk a little bit about what Metrics has done and how the company has responded to the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think you hit it on the head when you said unprecedented. I think the other two words we've heard a lot are, are allocation and pivot. So we've, we've uh, like most infection prevention companies, ended up putting our surface disinfectant and hand hygiene products on allocation in March of 2020 with the goal of just ensuring that all of our end users and our historical distribution partners would have a steady flow of product when once we saw a demand really increase, right? So um, obviously there was a big rush in March to get as much product as possible from all of our healthcare customers. We did our best to react um, after going on allocation by increasing our production capacity uh, the first thing that we really focused on was doubling the production of our liquid surface disinfectants. So those sprays, those one gallon jugs, uh, the main reason for that is, is it was something we were able to do a little bit faster uh, than if we were to increase our, our hand hygiene products um, or our wipes. And, and at the same time, it was also going to be less reliant on um, additional uh, raw materials too. So it was a way to to help the market get as much product as possible as fast as possible. Definitely got to give a lot of credit to the folks in production and um, even the folks uh, at the higher levels that really authorized some fast capex spends that that allowed us to do that to continue to serve those healthcare customers. Um, the the other thing that was a really big deal for us was staying focused on the healthcare market. So instead of going to those um, commercial type customers that came out of the woodwork. Um, we really kind of stayed true to our belief, vision, and mission of, of helping those healthcare customers um, ensure that they get product, that they stay safe, that that their patients stay safe as, as we didn't really know what we were getting into with the pandemic. Right. In March, you know, we all thought it might be a couple months, you know, it might be over soon. Um, but I can't imagine getting, you know, offers from big uh big companies, organizations that you normally would love to, you know, not what offers isn't the right word. I'm new to the healthcare industry. Um, but, you know, you you had to say, no, I'm sorry, I'm going to put the healthcare industry first, because that's what comes first right now. And that's really, um, I think that's great that you as a company strive to do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was definitely turning down uh, opportunities that we would have we would have begged for um, previously or, or those that even we had previously targeted, maybe that 
um, just weren't as focused on the, the true healthcare providers that were um, on the front lines at the beginning. And, and to your point, we had no idea how long it was going to last. I don't think any of us thought it would last this long, but everything that we did was with the goal of being able to, to ride out the pandemic as long as possible. So, um, you know, whether that was increasing production of the liquids or what we've done recently, which is we've been setting records for the, the amount of wipes that we're producing on a daily basis and shipping out um, as we've been able to increase production capacity there as well. So it, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it, it's really uh, been a positive experience as much as there's been bumps in the road. Um, we, we've really been able to kind of ensure that there's nobody who's left without any, any of the key products that they need to operate and keep their, their staff and the patients safe, which was obviously the goal all along. Another thing that is very critical right now in re relation to sourcing disinfecting products is brand trust. I think it's it's critical. It's more important than ever. Um, and it's also more difficult than ever with this heightened demand of PPE back orders, uh, new PPE vendors popping up left and right. So let's talk a little more about choosing a reliable brand in 2021. Yeah, well, it was a great point. Uh, there were a lot of opportunists in 2020 uh, trying to take advantage of the pandemic. And one of the things that, that Metrics wanted to help the customers, along with our distribution partners, would avoid is avoid the decision fatigue that, that certainly was out there. So many new products, uh, so difficult to understand what is actually approved by EPA, by FDA. So, and, and that's really where I, I felt like we rose to the occasion in 2020, getting information out of, yes, we're EPA and FDA approved with all of our products. Uh, and then also the fact that we're made in Romulus, Michigan. It's a USA made product. So, Love to hear that. Yes. So, you know, to, to Pat's point, you know, our, our biggest challenge was to make sure that our current customer base had access to the products. But taking it a step further, you know, the customer base to truly understand what they were getting their hands on and why if they couldn't get their hands on our products right away, that they just they should just stop vetting out other customers. It was really, really important. Something that you said was interesting, I thought, was decision fatigue. That's a very um, that's a cool kind of new concept not cool in this case but it's an interesting word because that's so relevant right now i mean i get decision fatigue in everyday life i can't imagine with these distributors trying to source products during the pandemic yeah so if you can put yourself in the mind of a purchasing manager at a surgery center uh they're trying to make sure that the the entire surgery center is stocked up with infection prevention products and now with the pandemic uh, they're really not sure at times which product to use where. And then oftentimes products are on backwards, so they're not able to source products. So there's a lot that goes into the decision-making process, even in a non-pandemic situation. You throw a pandemic in there and the back orders and the fact that you have all sorts of different products coming in, and you're thinking about the safety of your not only your, uh, your workers, uh, the, the healthcare staff, but also patients. And that makes it very difficult, and there's a lot of stress on these purchasing managers. So over the past year, this industry has truly been tested and COVID is continuing to surge. Steps that companies and organizations need to take to help reduce and alleviate stress for their customers is still very relevant. This isn't, you know, this wasn't just a 2020 thing. So Pat, what kind of steps would you say Metrics is taking to help alleviate this stress during COVID? 
Yeah, I think it's a really good point you bring up. Um, COVID has brought on a lot of stress, especially to those that are working on the front line. So we've looked at it a few different ways. Um, I think that the key has been to provide educational offerings and social media campaigns and all those things that aren't just related to metrics products, right? But let's, let's make sure that they're related to any way that we can help the folks in the healthcare industry help stop the spread of COVID-19, um, whether it helps people understand the importance of physical distancing, masks use, hand hygiene, or, or even surface disinfectants. Um, it, it's been something that we've tried to do our best to package all in one instead of, like I said, being focused on product. You know, the other thing is, is to continue to provide products to the healthcare professionals that they know are really going to work and do what they need. There shouldn't be any confusion about whether or not this product is, is on list N and, and able to be used against COVID-19. Throughout the pandemic, it, it seemed like we always heard some stories of either poor things or tough things that happened uh, in the market, in the supply chain, those types of places. But really, some of the things we saw were actually the pandemic brought out the best in people. I mean, you had customers that might have been frustrated, but they were willing to adapt and get creative and um, you know, use products that came in different packaging, um, anything that they could do to keep patients safe, they did. And you know what? I think that was something that we weren't sure is that going to happen. You know, you have people, people and customers that are like, Hey, these are our protocols. This is what we always use, but we can't get that product. Now what do we do? Right. So, you know, the fact that they were willing to work with us and, um, I will say our big focus became communication on how do you, how do you use a different type of product? Do you need to change your protocols? Do you just need to do something a little bit differently? So that way you can ensure you're using it properly, that um, there is no material compatibility issue, whatever that might be. It, it just came down to people getting creative, but also being really communicative in a time frame where everybody was stressed, everybody was overwhelmed and really didn't have time to talk. Um, those folks that kind of made that effort up front seemed to do best in the long run when it came to adapting to different products available a different week or, um, you know, just how they could limit the stress on their staff who weren't really sure what was coming next. And, and Pat, I, I would add to that just what was so impressive, not only with you know, our distribution partners, but also the, our customers. It, and you mentioned the word pivot before. It, just the speed at to which tasks that were often would take a long time to do um, or decisions that, that seemed to take months we're now done overnight or are done in one meeting because of just the necessity of it. And, and that has, that's been very, very impressive. I, and I think that uh, bar will be set high in the future for sure, because we now know some of these decisions can be made uh, fairly quickly. Right. So, uh, but you know, in a, a pandemic situation, like we've seen, it was a necessity and uh, it was also a good thing to see, to, to see everybody come together, frankly. Absolutely. And uh, Pat mentioned something I thought was so, you know, important that the pandemic also brought the, out the best in people, because I think maybe I, I sometimes focus too much on the negative because it was it is stressful. It's hard, but so many positives have come out of this. You see it firsthand every day in your industry. This has really shown true colors in in a good way. So, Liz, I think, uh, you know, the media can sometimes get a bad reputation, one th but one thing that I'll say is they did a great job really showing the public uh, what our frontline healthcare workers did, what they endured, the mental health 
uh, stress that they underwent, the long hours. So I think, uh, and, and now I'll, I'll speak for Pat and a lot of people at Metrics, that inspired us. We, we knew that, you know, it was on us. It was on manufacturing, it was on marketing, it was, it was on national accounts to make sure that we're all working together to get our products into the channel. And yes, that was at Metrics, but that was with our competition, that was with many other manufacturers in our business. So, you know, we were inspired by what we were seeing on TV from you know, our, the healthcare workers. And then also, of course, you know, many of our own families were affected by COVID and, and we understood the need you know, to get these products into the front lines. Absolutely. This was one of the first times I, you know, really saw frontline workers getting the, you know, respect they deserve, you know, whether it's commercials through, you know, different campaigns. Um, it's, it's really, it's well-deserved gratitude and respect and they, you know, deserve it more than ever right now because they're still working twice as hard to help contain this virus. Okay. Let's take a break for a second. I want to talk about this brand new product Metrics is launching soon. I'm very excited about this new product offering, Cavi Wipes 2.0 Surface Disinfectant, and I know Metrics is excited as well, but I'm excited because I've used Cavi Wipes in the past. I actually have them in my kitchen right now. I uh, disinfected my counters the other night, A plus job. <laughs> And these wipes, they also feature, these new wipes feature a host of robust in-demand features. Metrics recently conducted a comparative study where it was determined that Cavi Wipes 2.0 is one of the only five surface disinfectant wipes amongst leading competitor products to fully qualify for EPA's rigorous emerging viral pathogen claim. Cavi Wipes 2.0 is optimized to handle daily infection prevention needs of healthcare professionals as well as future public health crises. Metrics Cavi Wipes 2.0 have a quick two-minute universal contact time, delivering the same excellent material compatibility that Cavi Wipes customers know and trust, along with the strong efficacy claims that infection preventionists demand. You can visit metrics.com for more information about this awesome new product offering. All right. Getting back into, uh, you know, metrics as a company and what everything... Um, what you guys have done to support your customers during the pandemic. Life has hit the world really hard and people are needing support. What are some ways, Jason, that your teams at Metrics are working to uh, provide support services and just supporting your customers in general during this time? Yeah, great question. So let me start by saying that, you know, just like many companies, we have multiple, de multiple departments that are working with our customer base and uh, the different departments within our customer bases. So, uh, for example, manufacturing has to do their job so they can get product onto the trucks and then those trucks into the docks of um, so the NDC membership or, or another distributor that is that is uh, waiting on product. So that has to happen. Marketing has to work on campaigns such as our reopening campaign which is a fantastic uh, guide to reopen. And now that we're past the point of reopening, it can act as a guide to what we discussed earlier about using the products in the right setting, using the correct products in the right setting. You can find all the information that you need regarding products to use, where to use the products under the education section of our website. Great to know. Thank you. 
speaking of disinfecting products, once again, let's talk PPE. I mean, holy cow. <laughs> the beginning of the pandemic was like this mad dash for PPE. It happened all at once. It felt like overnight, it just all the PPE was gone or on back order. At least to me, it felt like it because uh, before I was I was uh, doing PPE ads, and then before I knew it, I was taking them down for our marketing, saying, "Just kidding, we don't have this." Over this past year, Metrics has been critically involved in getting PPE gear and supplies into the hands of healthcare workers serving the front lines of COVID. Pat, could you give me a little insight? Um, and share some of the lessons you and your teams have learned from this pandemic over the past year? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think there's some things that we kind of all knew, but they were really highlighted. Um, the first is that everybody in the industry really has always wanted to be part of the solution when it comes to healthcare-related infections. Um, that was just kind of emphasized to its greatest extent when it became a public health crisis. And everybody in the industry truly did want to work towards that common goal of helping out first responders and, and patients and, and kind of preventing the spread as, as the key overarching theme for the rest of 2020. Um, I think what we really realized throughout the, throughout the last year or so is how important it is to communicate with the end users and with the distribution channel. Um, we've always put a lot of emphasis on it, but I mean, the amount of conversations that we are having now and the the quick turnaround time when it comes to trying to solve problems has really become key to keeping products flowing through the channel and into the hands of the people that need it the most. Um, I don't know if this is a lesson that I learned, but something that just was really highlighted to me was how dedicated the distribution channel is to serving their end users, um, whether that was advocating for product allocation, um, or those sorts of things. I mean, we've heard stories of a regional distributor whose owner jumped in a rented truck because all their other vehicles were out servicing customers and drove six, eight hours one way just to help a, a customer get some products they needed so they could keep their doors open. Um, that's incredible. Yeah, that's the type of stuff's like what's really inspiring, right? Like, you know, we can sit here and try to, to solve problems, get products from A to B, um, but to hear like really the impact they make. Uh, the owner just going out and doing it. Yeah, I mean, the dedication. And so when you hear somebody who's, you know, begging for help, get me products, it, it's not just about, hey, I want to sell stuff. It's I truly have a end user that needs them, which is um, something that I think, you know, being in the industry and going through business on a day-to-day -day basis, anybody could forget that. So um, that was really one of the highlights of, of the time, you know, where everybody was kind of negative about things, like you said, um, there were always some really positive stories that came out of it, um, which really made all of us want to to do whatever we could to help as much as possible, right? Um, and, and you know, I think the other thing that's been highlighted by this is we've always sold surface disinfectants and hand hygiene products and high-level disinfectants, um, and kind of looked at the market and thought, man we're educating, we're doing everything we can, but it seems like there's certain places that they're just not using the products as appropriately as they should be. Maybe they're not using it as often or on the right surfaces. Um, and what I've, what I've realized throughout this is the education materials that we either had or that we created really do help inform people. Now that there's a lot more emphasis on 
using things appropriately and um, using things often enough, um, we've really seen this shift in in the knowledge base of, of the healthcare providers and the fact that they're really focused on it. So I think it's something that we learned that there's different ways that we should be communicating that maybe we had in the past, you know, videos are really easy, you know, a poster is really easy for somebody. So it, we, we learned a lot throughout the process about how willing the healthcare providers are to do the right thing as long as they're given the tools to do it. That's another really great positive thing about the pandemic that so many industry professionals are getting that extra knowledge about products. And I know you guys, um, I know Metrics does a monthly a webinar, usually surrounding some sort of infection prevention or best practices. And I think that's a great tool for your customers. Yeah. And, and I'll add, uh, Liz, so I was with Metrics in, in 2009 when H1N1 struck. And obviously, it, it's nothing on the scale of what we're dealing with now with COVID-19. But we did learn coming out of H1N1 that new habits were formed. And what happened uh, a few years after those habits had been formed, that it, it they eventually was diminished. Uh, people didn't keep those habits. Uh, it, they stopped paying attention to infection prevention as much as they should have. So if there's a silver lining in the healthcare industry, and, and frankly, just all of us at home with, with the use of, of infection prevention products, uh, we're, we're gonna pay attention. Uh, we, certainly our knowledge has increased. We, never, we, we do not believe that we'll ever see a pre-pandemic market like it was before, just because the mask usage, uh, hand hygiene usage, that's not going away anytime soon. And those habits will be ingrained for a long time. So speaking of this great new product that Metrics is offering, um, I would love to hear a little more about it from the guys who know best. Jason, can you tell us a little more about this new product, Cavi Wipes 2.0? Be glad to. So, you know, now that uh, you know we're entering 2021, uh, we're excited to announce this product. But I want to set it up uh, with a little bit of an overview of the surface disinfection market. Uh, there's been so many different surface disinfectants, wipes and sprays introduced into the market over the past year uh, due to the pandemic. And obviously that was out of necessity. Uh, the issue is a lot of these surface disinfectants are not health grade surface disinfectants. They have uh, kill claims that 10 minutes, five minutes. Uh, a lot of times they, 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 their kill claims are, are not, are not, do not even qualify to go into a hospital or a healthcare facility. So surface disinfection wipes, it's all about you know, what you can kill, how quickly can you kill it, and is it compatible with your equipment or your floors or your table in, in the hospital or an office setting? So that's the most important thing. So you don't want a 10 minute product, you don't want a product that only kills five pathogens. So I'm excited to announce it has a two minute contact time, kills 41 pathogens, including COVID-19, and also has a, a claim for the emerging pathogens for the future. That's fantastic. That's exactly what we need right now. Metrics uh, knows what to do in in during a pandemic for sure, and they're a, a great company, um, reliable company, definitely a brand we can trust. And thank you both so much for coming on 
uh, our NDC's Parcels of Info podcast and sharing your knowledge with the world. And I know um, our listeners will be very grateful to have this inside look at disinfectant products and what Metrics is doing to help their customers. Hey, Liz, thanks for having us. And and thanks to all the, the distribution partners and healthcare professionals that are out there really doing the heavy lifting to, to keep products flowing into the channel and to the end users. I second that. Yeah, I echo that as well. And uh, you know, thank you to, to you guys and NDC for giving us this forum uh, to discuss this important topic because it's affected every single one of us. So thank you very much. Well, thank you both. And that's it for this episode of Parcels of Info. Don't forget to share, subscribe, like, and follow our podcast for more uh, fun Parcels of Info in the future. Bye.